Being on the front lines in the fight to educate the next generation is tough. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with important updates, encouragement, and connection. Welcome to the Institute Leaders Lifeline. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Institute Leaders Lifeline. My name is Mike Sinclair, and I'm Deputy Superintendent of School Support here at the Charter Institute at Erskine. And I want to welcome you to this episode. This is fresh off of our interview last week with Mr. V. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed our uh, little clip. Uh, that was the teaser for it. We have a lot of fun. If you know Mr. V, you know he is all about trying to create fun, a great workplace. But you know what? Once we sat down and we really dove into our interview, I hope you learned a lot about kind of his background and his motivations and a lot of the influences in his life. You know, one thing that he really pointed out was that to determine our success, often it's not what we do or what we see. A lot of time our success is in the fruit that others bear after they've interacted with us. And, and I think that's a great story uh, for us to remember, especially if you're an educator, is that often you don't get to see uh, the, the, the products of your work. You get to see the student in your school, but you don't really know how it plays out. And so uh, I just encourage you, don't, don't give up. You know, one saying that I love to share to principals or teachers uh, when you get frustrated is, um, we just need to keep these kids in the game long enough, they'll eventually, they're going to get a hit. Uh, you know, kind of using a baseball analogy. If we put them on the bench, we never put them up into challenging situations. Or if they get to that challenging situation and they strike out, that's part of the learning process. The question is, do you coach them up and send them back out to that plate? Because I promise the more opportunities you give a student to succeed, they will eventually get a hit and get on base. And then who knows where they go from there. So even though you can get frustrated sometimes, spring fever is in full effect in our schools. I get it. Some of you are fresh off of spring break, so maybe you've got that renewed energy. But it's just the nature of the flow of the year. Spring break uh, brings, oh, we're finished with the year. And sometimes uh, people can get antsy. Sometimes as adults, we get antsy, like we're just ready to wrap it up. Sometimes students, they're already ready to mail it in. But as a leader, whether you're a principal, a teacher, or anything else uh, position in the schools, just stay focused. And, and I'm just giving you that encouragement. I'm sure you know to do that. Just want to give you that encouragement. Keep those students swinging. It is crunch time. A lot of them need, or maybe some of them, maybe a lot is a little exaggerated, but those students need to pull it out here at the end and do that hard work uh, to get the grades and get the credit they need in your classes so that they can move on and do even greater things next year. So keep those kids swinging. They're going to get a hit, I promise. So stay focused. Stay the course. Now, staying the course means you have to come to work focused. It means you have to come to work uh, ready to go with a goal in mind. I've, I've been involved in some interviews here for some new positions that uh, we're adding at the Institute uh, to help with our school supports. And uh, one thing that I've heard come up multiple times with these uh, interviewees is their why. They, they talk about the work they do uh, is fulfilling, but the reason they do it is even more fulfilling. And, and that wasn't even a question we were asking them, but it, it seems to really resound lately as I'm hearing a lot more people talking about why they do the things that they do, why they build um, their, 
their 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 hard work to persevere and keep going. And so I want to take you back to a thought we've we've kind of brought in and out of episodes, and it's going to be a simple one today. It's going to be a simple one. I'm going to focus you on the morning. So you wake up. What do you do? I'll be honest and very transparent. This morning, I was not very sharp when I got up. I've driven to Columbia three days this week, and after a while, uh, it can wear on you. So I wasn't very sharp. I set three alarms, really, once for me, One's a backup in case something happens. And then one is for the others in my house to help keep them uh, going, maybe wake them up after I get up if, 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 if I get delayed. This morning, I didn't even hear a single one of them go off. And that might not be true. I did not remember hearing any one of them because I turned them all off. I turned them all off. 30 minutes after the third one went off at six o'clock, I pop out of bed and I'm late. I wanna share this with you snoozing isn't the answer. So I've got to do better than I did this morning. You need to get up. You need to be crisp. Now, the next question is, what do you do then? I'm going to give you a quote. This is by Henry Ward Beecher. He was a 19th century, um, uh, really a a reformer. He was actually a a clergyman, but a reformer, uh, really active in the anti-slavery movement. But but a quote that, that I saw from him is, the first hour of the morning is the rudder of your day. It's the rudder of your day. It's gonna set your course. So if you think about a boat and you've got your rudder, it's the rudder of the day. It's how you start. Are you gonna go left, right, straight? Are you gonna just flounder around? So if the first hour is your rudder and how you're setting the tone of your day, when you pop out of bed, what do you do? So let's talk about that for a minute. Do you go straight to your phone? Now, if you go straight to your phone, you're either looking up social media, you're looking up some kind of a news article to read, catch up on news, or you're checking email probably. Maybe it's text, maybe it's weather, maybe it's um, an inspirational quote or a Bible verse if you have one of those apps. What What are you using that phone to pump into your brain? If you're using your email, then you are showing where your priority is. Your priority is to get right into that work and you're not necessarily taking care of yourself to set your direction. Uh, You're skipping kind of that warm up, that prep time. Uh, If you're jumping into social media, are you starting to live into another world? Uh, are Are you setting your direction based on something that is being fed to you through an algorithm created by some company, some corporation? That's in it for money, let's be honest. They create these algorithms to feed you addictive material to keep you going. Are are you letting them set your rudder? The news, are you reading that news? Is it fulfilling stories? Is it uh, something that's going to cause you to go into the day looking forward to your job, going forward to changing lives and your leadership? I just challenge you. If that phone is where you go first thing in the morning, What is it about that phone that's setting your rudder towards your goal? So think about that. Uh, Honestly, on a personal level, the first thing I do on my phone is bring up my Bible app. Uh, I look at the verse of the day. I want to start there because that grounds me in what my mission is. Uh, Ultimately, I've got work, I've got family, I've got all these things, but what is it about today? What, What have I been given today as a mission? And a lot of times I ground that every morning really into a a verse, a Bible verse. You you have whatever you have, whatever you choose, but I want to be grounded in something that I believe is bigger 
than today. It's bigger than a job. It's bigger than a small goal. That's how I set my rudder that morning. So I hope that you think through that and you kind of build yourself around um, where you want to go for that day. Now, let's fast forward a little bit. Maybe let's even say the first 30 minutes to an hour of when you get to school, if you're a school leader, what are you doing then? Are you going around and showing the teachers the attitude, the behaviors that you want them to show to your students? Because you're setting the tone. You know, just like our, our, our own children, if you have children, the way you behave is the what they learn is normal and acceptable. Uh, the older my kids get, the more I realize almost all of their behaviors uh, are because of what my wife and I do. Uh, they will tell you it's not, but you'll see those behaviors because that is something they are able to learn from and mimic. And whether it's good or bad, often they learn those habits. Well, in the school, in your workplace, those people that you're leading do the same thing. <coughs> Excuse me, do the same thing. They are learning their behaviors by watching you. Often they will without meaning to, they'll start mimicking what you're doing. So when you get to school, you need to be able to go and greet your staff, just like you want them to greet your students. You want to say a kind word to them. You want to show interest in them. You need to know something about your staff members so that you can go to them and say, hey, how about, how was your son's baseball game? Or hey, you got plans for this weekend. I know that you like to go kayaking or, know some things about them because you want them to know those things about your students as well. Uh, as they as students walk in, you want that teacher to greet them and smile and say something personal to make that connection. Where are you at the beginning of the day when the kids come in the building? Are you setting that tone? Are you looking them in the eye and greeting them? Are you setting that tone? Are you talking to parents in car line, waving at them, letting kids in and out? As a high school principal, <coughs> that was not Carline was not as big of a deal in the morning, but I like to still be out there and at dismissal because I wanted to be one of the first faces, if not the first face, that most of those students saw when they got out of the car because I want to set that tone. Your actions are the rudder for the day in those early moments. So are you going out there and setting your own rudder first thing in your day and then turning around and setting the direction for your school in the first moments of your work day if you're a school leader or a teacher or someone in a building. Now, my last year, one thing I did that was really fun for me and for some of the students, not for everybody, and I really do think they're fun. They thought it was fun too, but they didn't want to admit it is, I always started our or ended our morning announcements, which I did with a dad joke. Don't take yourself so seriously. You're really not gonna mess things up by being silly. A lot of times that attracts um, some attention, some relationships, <coughs> excuse me, that you didn't know were there. So find some of those things, set some habits, make sure that you take the time to start the day intentionally well, and I promise it's gonna pay dividends for you as an individual when you start your day, and you as a leader with your team when your work day starts. So go out this week, and enjoy yourselves. It's springtime. The end of the school year is almost here. Stay the course. Keep the kids swinging. Get them on base. Finish it out.
and have a good time. So this week, take care of yourself and take care of your team. Be sure to follow the Institute on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Erskine Charters, we'll have all of these resources, including this podcast, many stories of our schools, and other things. So check us out. The opinions expressed within the content are solely the authors and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of the Charter Institute at Erskine or its affiliates.